Back to the Killer Bees on ESPN 97.5. The show name is a reference to how many great Astros' last name begin with the letter B, who were playing back in the 90s when they were not winning World Series. Bagwell, Biggio, Barry, Bell, and eventually Bergman. You might not remember Barry and Bell, but trust me, you remember Blank and Brenham. Here they are now, live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. All right, it's time for our airing of grievances when it comes to the Houston Astros. They had the player-only meeting yesterday. This is your chance. You can say whatever you want. Whatever grievance that you have with the Houston Astros, I'm sure a lot of it will be Dusty Baker related. I'm sure a lot of it will be Martin Maldonado related. Whatever your grievances are for the Houston Astros, now is your time to air them. 713-780-ESPN, HRP listener line, 713-780-3776. This comes from Martin Maldonado yesterday, saying to the media after the players-only meeting, called the sweep a slap in the face, which it was a slap it was. in the face. They had their airing of grievances. It's time for our airing of grievances. A new holiday was born. Here we go. A festivus for the rest of us. <laughs> There we go. That's the air. He would later say the airing of grievances. We got to have airing of grievances for the Houston Astros. Lead you us start. off. Okay, I'll start. Um, I want to see Yonder Diaz in the lineup more often. Not only in the lineup more often, because he hasn't been in the lineup a lot. I want him to catch most of the time. Like, I'll give you Verlander. I'll give you Fromber, Martin. You can have those two guys. The rest of them should be Yonder Diaz. Especially if 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 Jose Abreu ever comes back, uh, to me it, it starts with Papa's belly. It always does. The fact that I've had to fight, claw, scratch, and bitch about Chaz not being in the lineup more often or all the time, and then every day, and then with Yiner as well, find a place for him. It just sometimes seems to be too much of a chore to try and get De- Dusty to be on board with what we've already seen. And I know it's different in the playoffs. Thank God it is. And I know that he's gotten the results, and I get it. And I'm not trying to take away any of his flowers. But it is so frustrating in a year when you're not in a commanding lead in the division to see really good players that are having good seasons and have a chance to do a lot of damage sitting on the pine just because. Here's risk. Uh, airing agreements. Lance McCullers needs to send the bullpen to help others if he's not actively pitching. Hey, he's getting paid. Those checks are cashing. Anything, anything to help the team, says Risk. Joey G, are you playing? I want to give you your ample time. 713-780-3776. Your airing agreements. Dre says keep starting Singleton. I think he's being sarcastic. Dre's got a lot of grievances right now. Dre, let us know your grievances, I mean, Dre. I'm surprised Dre hasn't completely unloaded on his now freshest target on the crosshairs of Dr. Dre, which is uh, Aramie Pena, as yeah, he calls he it. he didn't have a great one the other no, day. No, he didn't, he but didn't Dre's going to pounce one. on that. Now, Jake Myers, the, there's another Aaron's agreements I have. I was ready to sit down and got a Sugar Land. How many times is Jake Myers going to overrun a sitting baseball? The ball's sitting there. It's not moving. The ball's not moving. The ball's sitting there in the beautiful Minute Maid grass, and Jake Myers is running over it. Like he, I wouldn't pick him on my Easter egg team, hunting Easter eggs. You guys are just going to run right through the Easter eggs. How many my times have we seen? Jake, I don't. I, I'm sorry, and this is. I'm going to be. I'll probably catch hell for this one. I don't need to see Jake Myers in center field anymore. Period. I, I know that he's had some moments offensively. But every time that I know that there's a potential play at the plate, but I know that he's going to do a full shot put pre, pre-throw pre routine, and then it's still going to come out at plus ball miles per hour, 
I hate it. The fact that Yiner wasn't over it, where he should be as a first baseman to cut his throw off the other the other day. Yeah. It still was a horrendous throw from a guy that had a running start. And I just it drives me nuts that he can't throw. Yeah, I don't uh I don't mind that he's playing right now because he's playing over Jolks. He's playing over Dubon. Like, you don't really have great options right now. Now, when Brantley comes back, completely agree with you. Uh, Chewy's grievance. Dusty needs to stop changing the lineups each and every time, unless it's due to injuries. Poncho, my grievance. Orbit is slacking on the job. That mascot needs to earn his keep. He's no Toro, tell you that. 713-780-3776. Airing of the Astros' grievances after they get swept by Seattle and all of a sudden are in risk of not being a playoff team. Let's go out to the HRP listener line. John, what's your grievances with the Astros? All they have one of grievance, man, which is the main problem all season. Christian, Javier, Fromber, most of the pitchers in the bullpen, it's time for you to tidy it up. Stop pitching like you pitched last season. If you were pitching good, you wouldn't have this problem. Right. That was more than one, Christian John, Javier. I felt the passion. Christian Javier's and John's, we said grievances. So Christian Javier is in he the... He said he only, I only have one. Oh, they said bunch. Yeah. I, heard, I only heard Javier. Javier was the main one, right? He said I only have one, and then he went into like three or four. Christian but Javier. But I love the passion. On the mound tonight for the Astros. Seven one three seven eight Good timing on that. Your grievances I, with the Astros. I'll give you another one. The fact that I'm done with all of the, the punishment for players that are performing well. Like, the fact that we took your man J.P. France. France. And Jonathan Patrick gets... Demoted to the bullpen for no apparent reason when he was that's your kinda, best pitcher at the time. That one's kind of dated. But I still hate it. I'm airing my grievances. <laughs> I've had Fair a grievance enough. all Fair season enough. long with if you're the hottest player on the planet or for the Astros and you're hitting the ball well, you've earned a day off. You know we what? laugh about when you hit a home run and you're sitting the next day. Blankers, I'd like to apologize for you. Who am I to tell people how to grieve? Who am I to tell people how to agree? I apologize. Yeah, that's not how this holiday works. Yeah, that's not how this holiday works. That's my. I apologize. Eight zero zero five. We are in new territory. I was just going to say this is definitely (laughs) uncharted waters in a new time slot. I'm feeling some first day. What the hell just happened? I'm telling somebody how to grieve. That's 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 bush league of me. I shouldn't do that. Eight zero zero five. Do be overpaying you at shortstop. Got to start getting the best bats in there. What world are we living in? I ain't doing it. <laughs> I just can't. I'm sorry. You can't. And by the way, this isn't first half doobie offensively either. So let's slow that roll. And 9497 just went into a tirade on Dusty. Time for Dusty to retire. We need a coach that's going to coach, the manager. Um, look, yep. Dusty, Dusty didn't. Like, we're, we're fair with our criticism of Dusty. The Astros got their butts whooped this week. Here's a good one from Texan Matt. We're airing grievances here about the Astros. Hopefully this fixes them. 713-780-3776. Texan Matt, Chaz batting any lower than six. Pawpaw put him behind Singleton the other day. I'll be honest with you, Texan Matt, that drove me crazy. How is Chaz McCormick, who has an OPS flirting with 900, batting behind a 4A player? What? Pretty what are we doing? What bad. are we doing? Yeah, what is that? I mean, it's Pawpaw's belly. I don't like. I don't like complaining about batting orders. I think batting orders are overrated. How is Chas McCormick batting behind John Singleton? Pawpaw's belly. Airing that's how. Here's another one of my grievances. Great question. If Yiner Diaz is not going to play that day, which is another grievance that we have, he needs to be playing. You know how hot I've been on that. Good of, and I'm with you. I, I'm, all, I'm all the way in. Lefties, righties. I don't care if the guy throws both ways. Yiner Diaz needs to be in the lineup every single day. Here's another one, though. If for some reason Yiner is not in the lineup and Martin Maldonado catches that day, 
Yiner Diaz should pinch hit for Martin Maldonado beginning in the seventh inning in a game that you're trailing no matter what. On too many occasions, Dusty Baker's letting Maldi hit for himself in the seventh inning when they're losing and Yiner's on the bench. It's one of my grievances. You waited a little long. I would have said sixth inning if they're down. That's fine. The reason that I say the seventh is because there's a a shot that that spot does not come back up. A, or you, the starters out by then too, the depending start, on yeah. who it is. Like I, I, I can live with the sixth, but it better not be in the seventh. I cannot live with the seventh. A zero five eight eight. My issues there has been the times where the players look like they don't care and not make the effort in some cases. Like I think that's why they had a players only meeting. I think that the players actually saw that in themselves. Like, hey, our energy didn't match that other team that's over there in the other dugout. Their energy, they came to play, we didn't. And we got our butts whooped. So I think that's the reason they had the players only. Yeah, they got a World Series hangover this year way more than they did in 17. For sure. I I think think, so too. They got fat and happy. Yeah, I think that there's a a little something to that in the fact that much like the LeBron teams in the NBA felt like it didn't matter what they did in the regular season, just flip the switch and we can go. And it ain't that easy. And I think the Astros are finding out just how difficult it can be when you think that way. Dre says Dubon looked bad in both center field and left field this weekend, airing his grievances. Uh, Alex says uh, whole infield will get load management at once. That is funny that Dusty would do that at times. He's like, okay, you need a day off, you need a day off, you need a day off. Dre said that also that more more players on the Astros need to unbutton their jerseys uh, below the chest level so that they can all find the success of a Brayu and Singleton. <laughs> I don't Okay. It's hey, it's, it's, we're not going to tell people That's how to right. grieve. Eric, the driver, thanks for uh, clearing up. I'm not just someone. The only time Maldi needs to be behind the plate is if a Yiner is at first or DHing. And JP France is the number three starter on this team, and the playoffs started now. It's a good grievance. It's a good grievance. There's plenty. That's the problem. There's so many grievances to be had right now because of the fact that this team is just underperforming, underachieving, and we're way past the point of just, oh, we've got time. Oh, they'll get healthy. Oh, he'll figure it out. How many he's are there, too, by the way? Because there's too many guys that still have to figure stuff out. My one from yesterday. Yeah. Kyle Tucker, like, he could play, what, two and a half innings? Oh, yeah. But he couldn't play the whole game? Yes. Like, I get it. He was sick. He was in bed for a couple days. But, like, if it was that bad, but he could play, you know, bat in the seventh and then play the eighth and the ninth as well, why couldn't he have just played one through nine? You want to know what's uh, a good point? Dusty gives him a day after they're ready. You know how that goes. Yeah. Which could be another grievance. You know what's funny about the whole Tucker thing, by the way? What? He posted all his new sick video game stuff that he bought and then was sick the next two games. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> was he up all night playing video games? Like Joe would be. He'd be trying to get him on, a, on a, some kind of an internet hookup to be able to take him on. Hey, Kyle, you want to play some... Some Tiger Woods 2K? Let's oh, go. You've been all over that. Oh, yeah. 5157. Uh, Pena, stop swinging at balls low and away. Oh, well. I don't think that's going anywhere. That ain't changing. How about Pena, learn how to hit a breaking pitch? I don't think that's going anywhere. Things we can count on. Jeremy Pena swinging out a pitch three feet out the zone. Angel Hernandez being terrible at his job. And Jose Altuve misrunning the bases. Those are things I can promise you will happen every week Such in baseball. Such a bad look. And so I, I thought Biggio asked when a, a record-breaking hit or a historical hit Turns into an out at second base. Both guys. <laughs> Biggio. There's another area yeah, grievance. Okay. Stop legging out milestone hits. I got one more. Houston Astros. Here go. We'll end it with yours. Look, I know you're probably listening, Santa. You got to stop tweeting us. Apologize to <laughs> Jeff Backwell. Seriously. Even an Astros Please I, tell just, him to stop. It's becoming an Astros grievance. Yeah. I can't enjoy when Rafael Montero has the littlest amount of success that you're tweeting us, apologize to GM Jeff Bagwell. We laid it out very clearly. Montero, ERA below five. We're getting close. 
Jose Abreu, OPS, I think it was like 700. Yeah, we're very, very and low bars. Michael Brantley, back in the Astros Put lineup. on an Astros jersey. How about there? How about start there? Put well, on an Astros jersey. He, Wrinkles and ice. Be on the active roster. Yeah, honestly, he's ready. Bring him up. I, Grievance. Uh, I thought he would be. I thought he might be active tonight. If you're trying to put your foot on the gas, right? We, we said yeah, seven to play. Trail the division by two and a half. You lead Toronto by a game for the final wild card spot. Last time no. we were all together. Besides Kinda. today was Wednesday last week, and we'll just we count said, whenever you're off. We said there was like the a chance that we thought there was a small chance he could have been back last week. Yeah. Maybe by the weekend when they got home. That was therapeutic. I think that was good. Was that good for us? That was, was that good for yeah. you, listener? Maybe that's new I think we should have just ended when Joe said, not Santa. Just I feel good. Enough. I feel now I, I, I can I see I, why people do I this. I feel like the airing of grievances is going to be uh, a we're bit. Gonna, I feel relaxed. I feel good. I think we yeah. welcome it I feel, into the wheel. Because you learned how to grieve. I feel yeah. like I'm on a high. You apologize? I think the Astros are going to do good this week. Stop telling people how to grieve. I think the Astros are going to do well now. What are they going to do in the series? I don't. We'll talk about that later. But I feel good. I feel good now about the ad. That felt good. What do they have guys? to do in the series? Man, what took us so long to do this? 713-780-3776. It feels good. Do it again. It felt really good. There you go. Uh, the Astro, or not the Astros, the Texans and the Saints, they canceled their uh, their joint practices. How are we feeling about that? Selfishly, I'm not happy about this. I don't like this one bit. It's the Killer Bees on ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. One thing I feel great about is going to Vegas on Thursday. I'm getting away from little brother over here when I go to Circa 2. I cannot wait. And there's two contests going on right now at Circa in Vegas. The Circa Million and the Circa Survivor. They're back, baby. And $14 million in guaranteed prize. You know what? There's no rake either. Circa's not making a dime off of you running these outstanding contests. The biggest football contest in Vegas. Back for their fifth year only at Circa Sports. You head to Circa, like we're doing Thursday, Friday, Joe and I and Paul and enter in Vegas and the beauty of it you can play from anywhere your couch work wherever because you can play anywhere once you enter in Vegas the the two contests do you like survivor pools yeah you do you love them the circus survivor is the one you should be in though their biggest prize yet eight million dollars have you played in a survivor pool where you could win eight million dollars I didn't think so. How about you try it out? It's simple. Pick a winner straight up, no spread, and win big. You know how survivor pools work. Be the lone survivor to guaranteed $8 million is yours. If you're an against-the-spread guy, don't blame you. Enter the Circa Million Football Contest with $6 million in total prizes there. And they also have quarterly payouts, so you're never out of it. You have a hot second quarter of the year, you're going to get paid. Hot third quarter of the year, you're going to get paid. And again, there is no rake. You can only get that at Circa. The top prize for the Circa Million Football Contest is, you guessed it, $1 million. What you do, you pick five teams against the spread weekly, and the winner will take home $1 million. Bigger money than ever before. Play today for your share of $14 million in guaranteed prizes. Contest open now. You don't want to miss out. Enter in Vegas. Play from anywhere. Visit CircusSports.com for more details. Broadcasting live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, deep inside the secret bee cave, it's Joel Blank and Jeremy Branham. It is uh, Blankers and Branham. Texture Bo Maldi was salty yesterday. Dude's hitting below the Mendoza line all year. He's played bad defense, take the part-time role. Uh, Maldi time to step down and give it to Yiner. Hey, that's two, two different things. I, I need somebody to be salty in the locker room to fire yeah, up right. everybody, regardless of how they're playing. Yeah, I don't mind that. I don't mind that at all. Um, now, I agree with the Yiner point, but I can't be too mad if Yiner's playing every day. Like, if Yiner's at first, I can't be too, bald, too mad that Maldonado's behind the dish. Because the decision simply Maldonado or Singleton. 
And if, if Dusty's like, well, we need Maldi with uh, Christian Javier. Okay, whatever. That means John Singleton's not going to play. But Maldi should just never Maldi should never play if Yiner's on the bench. But the other thing. But if Yiner's in the lineup, I can't be mad that Maldi's playing. You also can't playing. be mad if you're trying to appease Justin Verlander and Frambo right. Valdez because you need the most out of them, too. And if that's the guys that they insi- the guy that they insist on having behind the dish to feel comfortable, at this point in the season, you don't rock that boat. Captain Pope says options at first are Yiner or Singleton currently. That's the thing. Like, if that, those are your options at first and your decisions, well, give me Yiner, Maldi, as opposed to Yiner Singleton, okay, I understand that. I'm not going to get too mad at that. And quite honestly, I want Yiner to get a lot of reps at first base to see if he can handle being the full-time first baseman. Do we have an update on like. Captain Lou Albreu? I heard and- he was taking grounders over the weekend. Okay. over Yeah, so I don't know when he's going to start swinging a bat. But, I mean, the swinging the bat's going to be the, the biggest hurdle. It is. And that's why I needed to happen sooner rather than later because, you know, I think there's a lot of people that never thought they'd be wishing for him to come back. But... You kind of want to see him come back because he gives you a better option at first base than anybody not named Yiner. Would you rather see in the lineup Maldonado, Yiner, or Yiner Abreu? Because when Abreu comes back, the decision every day should be Maldonado or Abreu. Right. Uh, Maldonado. Maldonado or Yiner? What, what, I, I, look, I want, to, I want Abreu back. I don't want Singleton anymore. I, I, I remember when we were talking about this. Whether you kick the tires and he turns out to be a guy you just got to release. But, yeah, but the question was Maldonado and Yiner or Yiner and Abreu. So basically it's Mald- Maldonado or Abreu. Yeah. Maldi catching Yiner I know. at first, Yiner I, I just, catching Abreu at first. I think I, I would rather have Yiner catching Abreu at first. Yiner catching Abreu at first. I'm thinking I'm with you. But, but I can live with the, with the part-time share there. I can live with, okay, Fromber, Verlander's, Maldi, Yiner at first. Sure. And then everybody else is Yiner or Abreu at first. Yeah, pro- I can live with that split. The problem is what we saw this weekend is the fact that he's, he's on the fly in it and you can't afford to have mistakes at this time of the season when he's learning first base on the, on the fly. But other than yeah. that... I, but, you, but he needs the reps. He, he absolutely has to be hitting in the lineup every single game. I've been hell-bent on that forever. If you got to uh, run the risk, he might make a mistake or two at first base. So be it. Dre says uh, Brantley at first base. Dusty said over the weekend that the plan is not for Abreu to get or for Brantley to play any first base. Well, wasn't he taking reps there? Not this rehab assignment. Okay, well maybe that had something to do with the shoulder. Then. Dusty, well I don't know how. That's true because he didn't hurt it. In the I mean, field. unless you're reaching because that's his glove hand. I don't know if that would hurt it. You you are reaching for the yeah, ball. It is his glove hand. It is his funky. right shoulder. At this point, I don't that's think the they're only taking thing. any chances. That, that, I mean, Dusty said over the weekend the plan is for Brantley not to they play first want- base in Sugarland. So I don't think him at first base is an option. King of Twitch says Diaz is a bad first baseman defensively. You're right. I mean, he, he what he is right yep. now is not a good defensive first baseman. Okay, but but I I want I want the refs to see if he can improve at it. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Abreu's a good first baseman. Um, eh, he's a little more polished. Well, of course, because he's played it for his whole career. But even still, it doesn't make him an above-average defensive first baseman. He he makes plenty of mistakes, too. We were giving Singleton credit for, for his footwork just because we haven't seen a whole lot since Uli left. Yeah, and then it got bad because yeah. he's flat-footed. Uh, 8 4 3 7, I better never see Maldi and Singleton play in the same game ever again. I agree. The decision should be right now, because there's no Abreu, there's no Brantley, even though Brantley's not really an option at first. The decision every day should be, which guy am I playing today, Martin Maldonado or Jonathan Singleton. You should never have Yonder Diaz on the bench anymore. That, that is a, that's, that's an old question that should never be brought up again. Uh, 713-780-ESPN. 713-780-3776. 
The Texans and the Saints have canceled their joint practices this week. They're, the Texans will not be going to New Orleans. They will not have joint practices. Uh, Allen said after their game yesterday, Dennis Allen, the head coach of the Saints, that D'Amico called him on Saturday, said we got the injury bug. I'm not sure that the work that we will be able to do with you in joint practices are going to be very good. What do you think about maybe coming up with a new plan or just banging the whole thing all together? They decided to cancel. Selfishly, Blankers, I'm not a fan of this. You know why? Because it's more entertaining for me and for what we do for the Houston Texans to be in joint practices with other people. Like the training camp practices, cool, that's fine. But whenever we see videos of the Texans with the Dolphins running around at the practice field, it's way better than these run-of-the-mill you know, training camp days. Well, I like it, especially since I don't think anybody's expecting C.J. Stroud to get significant time coming up in the, in the final preseason game. I like it because of the conversation you and I had about a week or so ago in the fact that at least he would get a lot of good practice reps uh, against a, a number one type defense, the ones on the Saints defense, so he can continue to get better. So if he makes mistakes, it happens in practice and he learns from them. So he can judge the speed of true good defensive players uh, on the one you know, on the one unit for the Saints defense. And, and he can you know learn some things, get better along the way, and he doesn't have to get hit. And in this case, so close to the start of the regular season, all positives. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see uh, what happens with the the Texans this week. You know, one thing that I was uh, annoyed with too is um, not again like they didn't make the wrong decision, but I was a little annoyed that we didn't get to see Tang Dell on Saturday. Yeah, that was kind of a last minute thing too. With their warm ups, yeah. I didn't hear anything about him being hurt. But then, look, D'Amico said in the post-game press conference that he was a little banged up. They were holding him out, precautionary reasons. It's not serious, which I agree with the decision. But selfishly, I wanted to see it because I want to see what Robert Woods, Noah Brown, Nico Collins, and Tank Dell, I want to see what the snap count is when all four are on the field. And we've, we haven't seen that. We didn't see Robert Woods and Noah Brown play in preseason game number one. We didn't see Tank Dell play in preseason game number two. I want to see what that snap count and work share is like when they're all available and they're all ready to play. I will say this. I don't think Xavier Hutchinson's close to that cluster of those four receivers. I don't think John Mechie's anywhere close to those cluster of those four receivers either. Yeah, and I don't know if that, you know, it's just going to take some time for Mechie just to completely come back and feel comfortable and get, get all the things down. I'm disappointed that he hasn't shown us more in camp, but I understand that injuries along with what he overcame is part of the, the, the process. But I think it based on what we saw last week, just last game alone, it's pretty clear cut who your main receivers are going to be, and, and then Tank's going to be in that mix. But I think that for questions, at least early on, Robert Woods is going to be a part of that puzzle. Robert Woods is going to be out there, and he's going to be a guy that they're going to, they're going to target, even if it's just so often. But, you know, I expect Woods, you know, Nico, I expect to see Tank back in the mix. Um, and Noah, and, and that basically that's who I'm expecting to see out there along with uh, Schultz at, short, at, at uh, tight end. Yeah, I'm curious to see once all four are playing what the snap count share is because is. I, I, I don't know. Like I have no idea what it's going to look like. Is Tank buried behind Noah Brown, Robert Woods? I would certainly hope not because I think he's their most he's electric their fu- wide receiver. Their future. their future. Like, I don't know. I don't know if he's, he's not the I future, think, no, he's I think part he's, of their future. I think he's definitely part of the future in the receiving core. I was yeah. wondering about Mechie. Like, I, 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 I've... Does it concern you, like, long-term with Mechie? Yeah. The fact that Mechie's nowhere to be seen from that those cluster of receivers, like, he is buried behind those four guys, it's like... And look, that's that's a tall ass for what Mechie's been through to, yeah. like, be ready to go from the start. I wonder if they if they might try to pup him some way, somehow. Well, because the other thing that kind of adds, piles on to that concern is when you saw the initial depth charts with Tank just coming into the league yeah. and everything, and you saw that Tank had already leapfrogged him, and then you saw the first even the first game 
the, the way Tank just came out of the gates and got looks and did something with him, and Mechie just didn't look very good. Yeah, and then, it is concerning. And then Saturday too, he's just like he's playing in the second half. Like he yeah. got a snap or two in the first half, and then he's in the same receiving core as Hutchinson there in the second half. Is that indicative of injury and recovery and just getting comfortable? Is I that indicative so. of practice and the way he's either not practicing or just not doing things when he does practice? I don't know. I hope it's a sea leg thing. I hope it's a C-like thing, yep. getting adjusted to the speed of the game again. Uh, I hope it's that because at the start of camp, I was pretty bullish on Mechie in terms of his football prowess going forward. Right now, I have questions. I, I don't. I, he hasn't really shown a whole lot. It, it's worrisome. And I wonder if the Texans do try to find a way to put him on the pup list. I don't know if you can do that anyway, anyhow. But maybe fake an injury to put him on the pup. That way, you can you know not have him take a roster spot, uh, but you don't risk losing him at all either. 713-780-ESPN. HRP listener line. All right, coming up next, the Will of Bits. We'll see what Joe George uh, has in store for us. See what the Will has planned for us as well. It's Killer Bees on ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. One thing that uh, you need if you're a business owner is HRP, Human Resources and Payroll. It's Cougar owned by Mike Holly. Go Cougs. Members of the Cougar 100 for the eighth year in a row. You've seen the HRP signage. If you've been to any of the U of H football, basketball, baseball games, you've seen their building off the Beltway. Business owners, let HRP help you. They can help you in HR compliance. They can help in benefits administration. They can help in payroll. They can help in onboarding. HRP can help in any of those areas, or they can help in one of, of those areas, or in anywhere in between. Because there's no boxes with HRP. Doesn't matter how small the job, how big the job, HRP will completely customize a plan for what you and your business needs. You have a problem. You have an issue, you want to take a little bit off your plate, a lot off your plate, HRP will find a way to help. They do it in a way that's unique. Technology meets service. They have the best technology. You'll love that. You'll trust that, but you will fall in love with their service. Guaranteed fulfillment. You won't be talking to a stranger on a call board. You'll be talking to someone who knows you. They know your business needs. Give them a call at 281-880-6525 and let HRP HRP customize a plan for you. 281-880-6525 or check them out at hrp.net. That's hrp.net. It's the Wheel of Bits on the Killer Bees. Kibbles and bits, kibbles and bits. I'm going to get you some kibbles and bits. Who knows the bits the bees will begrudgingly bite? Well, let's find out. It's time to call your shot. Here's Joe and Jeremy. And Joe. Mm-hmm. Call your shot. Is that what I heard? I got better ears in the evening. Yes. Call and it's starting to come shot. around for you. All right, what are we calling our shot about, Jim? All George? right. Reports are out. Jim Ursay has changed his mind, and the Indianapolis Colts are allowing Jonathan Taylor to speak to other teams to help negotiate a trade. Huh. The Colts are asking for a first-round pick or draft picks that equal a first-round pick. So it seems Jonathan Taylor will not be facing the Texans twice this season. Or Willie, or Willie, I guess. Who wants him? Who will pay him? That's if they don't trade, if they don't he will trade be him, happy. If they don't trade him, do you think he plays? Yes, I do too. So, where do you think Jonathan Taylor plays this season? Okay, um, real quick. Do you think the Christian McCaffrey trade gets it done? It has to be the equivalent of a first round pick. The, the Niners traded a second, third, and a fourth, and a future fifth. I think that's too much. It might be you because don't think that's he's equal not a first. Because he's, I think that's more than a first. Because he's not under contract, so I'm not uh, but giving I, up I all. I wonder if you trade for him, though, that you do a deal. Well, it's going to be part of it, I would think. Yeah, his, he trades for him. He wants a contract. Right, his agent's going to push it. 
Yeah, I imagine that if they trade Taylor, that's going to come with a deal. Extension. That's kind of how play. it works in the NFL. Unless you're the Texans under Bill O'Brien. <laughs> so, yeah, then they hold you over the barrel and become right. the highest paid left tackle. Yeah, so not he, once, but twice. Yeah, without so he an probably agent, gets a deal then. So He's a good agent. Um, I, think, I think that deal gets it done. So do you th- Okay, first question here. Okay, second, third, fourth, fifth. Do you think do you think Jonathan Taylor gets traded? Yes. Yep. It's the first thing you have to ask yourself. It's it's crazy early. It's kind of late in the whole process though. Yeah, but there are still teams again as much as no one wants to pay a running back, but still there are teams that are desperate need of of a running game. But I'm just trying to think of who makes you know, mm, Would Den- no, would Denver do it? They have Javante Williams, who I think they're pretty bullish on. Now, he's coming off an injury. Yeah. But he's a second round. I mean, and he's a Peyton second year guy. would love to have him and, his vers- and have Taylor's ability uh, to yeah. kind of make Russ look better. But Sean Payton's also the kind of guy that thinks he can get tremendous value, like out of guys. I don't think he would. I don't think, I don't think Sean Payton would do that. Do a, do a whole. And plus, I don't know if Sean Payton loves this current version of the Broncos. Like, I think he really wants to rebuild them into, like, his vision. Well, as long as they got that guy at quarterback, it. it's going to be a problem. Make or break year. Make or break year for Russ. You and I are not high on Russ. Nope. We, were, we were not high on him two years ago, and then he kind of proved us right with how he played in Denver. But I don't expect him to be as poor as he was last year. I expect him to bounce back. I think under Peyton, it's gonna, he's going to do a lot to just try to bring out all his good points and make him look a lot better. Let's see. I'm just trying to think. Minnesota passed on Dalvin Cook, but the combination of Taylor and Jefferson would be pretty good. Yeah, but if they're kind of in the market of not – Paying running backs. That's what showed you that. That's yep. what's hard with them. Is it feel like they seem like the a really good answer? Ooh, how about this one? How about this one? How about the team we just saw in Houston this past my week? Answer. Miami Dolphins. They were in the Dalvin Cook they were. conversation. That they want to pay all the money, but you give a like. I mean, Mike McDaniel knows how to draw up running plays. Like mm-hmm. the, the, he's he's really good at that. We saw that on display Saturday. We saw that on display coming from the. Now he didn't call plays in San Francisco, but came from that scheme. You put Jonathan Taylor. In a Miami Dolphins team, that is terrifying. Yeah, I think that's terrifying. That was my answer was going to be the Miami Dolphins. Now, I wonder what their capital looks like because they traded for Hill. Like, I I imagine that they could still get that done. Like a first round equivalent. So, second, third position with Waddle, too. That would be terrifying. And you take a little bit of pressure on Buffalo do it? I don't think so. I don't think so. Taylor's run in cold weather and snow. I think you got to make the call if you're Buffalo. I don't think that they would. I think Buffalo wouldn't miss the first round pick and they could sorely use another running back. I think they love James Cook. They might, but it's still if you get a, if you can add a Jonathan Taylor to what they have, knowing that their division is just loading up. I imagine though they're also not in great cap situation though with paying Allen Diggs. Apparently, who knows what's going on with Diggs? Stephen A. Smith thinks that Diggs wants out, and then Diggs goes in front of the pre- the press today and says he wants to retire a bill. So who knows what's going on there? Oh, he the also bills, crapped all over his quarterback in the playoffs last year. He did showed him up on the sidelines. Who's a good have, quarterback. The Bills yeah. have six million dollars in cap space right now. Yeah, but I don't. It done. Your yeah, top you teams can, now. You could probably like backload it. Like maybe Taylor plays on this year's contract, but he right. gets everything done in the future. Yep. So you could probably get. You, you could probably get it. You could probably do it. Is now, there it a trade the, for unhappy players? Now, no, I don't think Diggs would be traded. But what you could do is you could trade for Taylor using picks, and then this is Diggs' final year in Buffalo. Yeah. So you have one year where you have Diggs and and Taylor, and, Taylor, and then next year you're turning the page from Diggs and you're going all in on Jonathan Taylor. Mm-hmm. Now, would you would you be interested in that if you're Buffalo? Like Diggs seems to kind of be an I think, issue. I think as much as we thought the window was going to be wide open and the Bills looked like they were loaded up for the next three to five years, I think Buffalo realizes that how quickly things change in the NFL can be extremely pressure packed, and they realize that with the Jets getting Rodgers and loading up and getting Dalvin Cook. And the fact that the Dolphins are better across the board 
You just got to, you know, if you're the, the Bills, you got to wonder about Tua's health. But other than that, they're pretty damn good offensively and defensively. Yeah. To think about the fact that if your window's even closing or you've got that much competition, you got to go for it now. Yeah, that's a, that's an interesting one. Buffalo-Miami makes some sense. Miami makes more sense to me than Buffalo. Baltimore, like, they want to go a lot of 11 personnel, I feel like. I think they want Lamar Jackson to throw more. If, I don't really see Baltimore in play here. I don't they see got, Don't they have play. a two-headed monster? They got they, Dobbins they back. They have Gus the Bus, Edwards, who's mediocre. J.K. JK Dobbins has kind of been Rough a disappointment, injury. but he's yeah. been hurt. Uh, I mean, he would be a huge upgrade over that room, but I just don't see that there. I don't see it in Cincy. Don't see it in Cleveland with Chubb. Pittsburgh, not really with Najee. Joe, your Bears wouldn't look at him, would they? AFC no. South, I think we can eliminate the entire AFC South. Denver, no. Kansas City, no. Vegas already has a running back issue. Chargers have Eckler, no. I don't know, man. They just get they franchise tag Tony Pollard. Like that's a lot of money. They Coming franchise tag Tony Pollard. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't think I think Dallas out of the equation. Saquon, no. Philly's interesting to me. Like Philly's interesting to they me. They got everything. They're loaded up. Now they, they traded for Swift, but they yeah. got Swift cheap, and I don't think Swift's very good. If I'm being completely oh, see, honest, I, I think I, Swift. I think he's. I think he's a little bit better than I he I showed in, super in Detroit. I, I think Swift, Penny, and Gamewell are going to be plenty for the. Eagles. I heard a rumor today that they're thinking about cutting Penny. That would be wild. Yeah, like I mean, I I could see Philly being a wild card here because remember they were a wild card for the whole Jameer Gibbs thing, yep. where yep. it's already a team that's loaded. You had a stud running back, and you're dangerous. I think the Commanders could be in play. I think Bienemy would love Jonathan Taylor, Antonio Gibson, okay, Brian Robinson, okay, nothing great there. You said no to Chicago. Detroit's all in on Jameer Gibbs. Man, I, guess, I guess Chicago could. I just don't see it. I, I, I don't, don't see, I don't see why they have three well, running backs. I mean, no, no one's as good as Jonathan Taylor though. You no, put Taylor right. in Fields with a heavy running attack. That's dangerous. It North Carolina. That's interesting, I mean, they but they pay, just they paid Sanders. They just paid Sanders. That's, what, that's what's so it's so late in the process. Yeah, but, man, if you like could find a way to move on answer. from him, or, or it's just hard to pay a running back this offseason and then also trade for Taylor. Like it's very difficult. Green Bay, no, probably no not. way. Pat, they got Mikey's they got to pay Dylan if they want to keep him, but they've already loaded up on, on paying Aaron Jones. Falcons are invested in Bijan. Don't think so. Carolina, Tampa, they're they're in rebuild mode. They don't want to admit it. Saints, Kamara suspended. You have Jamal Williams as a touchdown specialist, and you have a rookie in Keandre Miller. I doubt it. I don't. I wouldn't put them on this. See, list. I, I know you said someone in last week that they were going to sign. Not anybody. Good. Oh, uh, yeah. I would, no, it was a uh, 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 Hunt. Um, uh, Hunt. Yeah, they didn't sign him. Kareem Hunt. I, I wouldn't. I know we said we'd roll out the AFC South, but I, I do wonder if the Colts make the call to Jacksonville. Jacksonville has Tank Bigsby and Etn. Etn. Jonathan Taylor's way better than those guys. Etn could be more of your third down back and, and nah, use them, ETN move them all balls. over. Like it's weird. I know he, he was supposed to catch. He's supposed can't. to be like a good pass catcher, and he, they don't throw them the ball. It's bizarre. But you could force him to be. Maybe I mean, more of like a versatility. Have him in motion. Not in Jacksonville though. They don't like. They seem not to use him in that way. And they, they're the same coaching staff. But you got. But you got a guy in Peterson that could be creative offensively if he had the right weapons. But he had Etn last year and he didn't use him that way. I know, but. Tampa Bay, no. De- Tampa Bay stinks. Like, they're not going to trade. No, they're they're going to Arizona, they no. Rebuild. It. Los Angeles Rams. I thought about it. But what does Leslie do with draft picks? We know what he does. The nasty things with draft picks. He does awful things with draft picks. They're like in win now. You give one shot with, with Jonathan Taylor. You build around were. him. I don't think they like Cam Akers. They tried to trade Cam Akers last year. Yeah, I think they were in win now. They won it. And then they, they, they've just been cap hell with no draft yeah, picks I'm going with you. forward. I'm with I don't you. Th- that's why I don't think it's realistic. I think total wild card, dark horse. I, I'm with you on that one. San Fran, no way. They have McCaffrey. And Seattle has Zach Charbonnet and Kenneth Walker. And the Chargers are out because of Eckler. Eckler. Now, Eckler's in the final. He's yeah, and Eckler, he was disgruntled. I don't think there's many options here for Jonathan Taylor. I'm going to call my shot and say the Indianapolis Colts. They, they just stay. The Indianapolis Colts. He's, he stays there. He's disgruntled all year. I'm calling my shot. Indianapolis Colts. And then you know what he's going to do? He's going to call Ursay a liar. Like I'm James Harden. Who are you going? Who are you calling? I'm, I'm Dolphins. You're call, that's so scary. 
That's so yeah. scary. I, I hope Dolphins that happens because that would be so entertaining. Oh, you yeah. see that in a McDaniel's offense with Waddle, with Tyreek. If Tua's you know brains, mashed potato brain, can stay healthy, my goodness. I'll that's say the Bills dangerous. simply because they got to go for it. He can run in snow. Yeah, I love that it. would be that would be fascinating, man. I, Him and Buffalo is also scary. I don't. Th- I, I think Miami's more likely than Buffalo. I think they're both in play ish, but Buffalo they're both scary. And, and I think both scary. and I legit Kansas City. Kansas City, no way. No way. They, they have, they're built they have, around their passing. No, no, they the, have $745,000 in cap space, yeah. so they're a little The kid tight that anyways. surpassed Edwards Hilaire last Pacheco. year. Talking about yeah. Pacheco. He's kind of, I mean, he's fine. But he's, with the two of them there, that's, that's more than they need. Uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, like, they don't count on him at all. They're starting to. They're trying to. The, Jared McKinnon's going to have better numbers yeah, than Clyde Edwards Hilaire. McKinnon would have, man, a couple injuries ago. McKinnon was scary. He's good out of the backfield catching the ball. He's yep. perfect in that system. Like, he's in a perfect spot for his play style. In that system. 713-780-ESP. Where do you think Jonathan Taylor goes? 713-780-3776. The HRP listener line. Red Sox? Red Sox player? Or a Patriot player? And what are the expectations for the Astros kicking off a four-game series against the Red Sox tonight? It's the Killer Bees on ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Hey, before we go to the break, tell you about my good friends at Apollo Men's Health. Apollo Men's Health been helping people for years, including myself, getting more energy on a daily basis. I get a B12 shot every Friday. I get all my my numbers checked. I I do full body composition analysis. I do all the things to try and give myself more energy and a better chance to win the day every single day, and you can too. Both men and women are not only in the lobby for B12 shots, but they found out through hormone therapy they get more energy on a daily basis that is lasting, it is substantial, and it makes you feel great and get more done from a day-to-day basis. If you're struggling anywhere, from the boardroom to the weight room to the bedroom, you need help, don't think there's anything you can do about it, check out the people at Apollo Men's Health. Go to ApolloMH.com. See all the services that they offer. There might be a few that you think might be able to help you. If there are, right there on the website, set up your first appointment. You'll find out most major insurance is accepted, discounts for military personnel and first responders. Mention my name, Joel Blank. Get a free body composition analysis or one of those B12 shots on your first official visit. And then let the process go from there. Tell them where you're struggling. Be honest with them. They'll find you a program that works. They'll get you the results that you need. They even have things for weight loss if you can't have the time to get into the gym or you just have no desire to. FDA-approved semi-glutide now available at Apollo Men's Health. You can lose up to six pounds every single week. It's fascinating. It's fantastic. And it could possibly help. Check them out today and tell them I sent you by. They're good people doing great things. Go see the people at Apollo Men's Health. The best, most informed sports talk noon to three. It's the Killer Bees. Joe Blank and Jeremy Brennan, live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Oh, Spencer's an idiot. Spencer's an idiot. <laughs> noon to three, Spence, huh? Uh, the, huh? You the moron. The new and Jeremy Brennan. You moron. That's Spencer Tillman. That Spencer Tillman guy knows nothing. Knows nothing. What happened? The Twitch changed. What do you mean? It says three to six now. So the Twitch guy. So the Twitch got the it, Twitch, but Spence yeah. didn't get the memo, or was it you, Joe yeah, George? Spence, Spence, I don't Spence. have a. I don't have the copy on all these. Spence things. just made the list. Bad, Bad take. take, Spence. We're not noon to three anymore. We're now three to six. It's been fun today. You can you can get in touch with him while he's doing the Texas. Yeah. Never mind. I'm out. I've been waiting to get it, Spence. All right, all right. So Christian Javier on the mound today. That's what this song means. Hopefully Javier can figure it out. The Astros need a stopper in the worst way. They need a stopper bad. 
as Christian Javier on the mound for the Strohs going up against the lefty James Paxton, who has been a thorn in the Astros' side yes. in the past. Javier, 8-2, 4-49 ERA. Paxton, a lefty. Lefty, 7-3, 3 ERA on the mound for the Red Sox. All right, Joe George. Joe George has got something in store for us. He mm. wants us to uh, bring back an old game that we used to play. Haven't played it in a while. I don't know why it stopped. I don't either. Mm. I think you forgot about it. Is he, a, is he a Red Sox or is he a Patriot? Yep, Red Sox or Patriot. Um, it's my BK invitation for the day. Raleigh, mm. Raleigh Webb or John Schreiber? Mm. Uh, I think Schreiber is the Red Sox. I think. I want to say he's like a bullpen guy. Well, then I'm th- I think Schreiber's Red Sox. I'm probably wrong. You're correct. Yeah. Is he a bullpen guy? Yes. Uh, the Red Sox are hard. There's a lot of popular names. How many we got names. here? Three. There's a lot of popular names on this. It's hard. Uh, Chris Martin or Chad Ryland? Ooh. Chad Ryland is a Red Sox. I think Ry- Ryland to me sounds like a. Say it one more time, Joe. Chad Ryland. And who was the other guy? Chris Martin. You said Chris Martin first, though. I can't yeah, remember. I think he, he said Martin. I think Martin. First time he said I think Chris Martin's Martin the first. Red Sox, and then the other guy sounds like an offensive lineman to me. Joel, would you go with? I went, with the Ryland is the Red Sox. Yeah, Jeremy's right. Chris yeah. Martin's a bullpen pitcher. Chad Ryland is the uh, is a rookie kicker from Maryland. Oh, he's a kicker though. He sounds doesn't he sound like an offensive lineman, yeah, like a journeyman right guard, like a Runyon. Yeah. All right. Exactly. Last one here. Uh, Cody Davis or Cutter Crawford. I mean, anything Cody has to be football. There's just no way to get around that. Yeah, Cutter Crawford's the There's rest nothing of else there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well done, Joe. It's too hard. It's a nice performance you just put together. Well, I was supposed to throw Tristan Casas or however you say it out there for you. <laughs> Hard-hitting Wait, first you baseman. Just, what did you just butcher? How do you say it? I think it's Cassis. Cassis? Yeah, he's a, he's a slugger. He's a slugger. I know 99% of the Red Sox That's the kid that starts at first base now yeah. that they mic'd up earlier in the year on ESPN, I think. Oh, they did mic him up. Yeah. And his mom was dead, and the guy asked him, what are you doing? That's right. Oh, that's right. That's <laughs> what I was, yep. That forgot is, I forgot that. about that, too. Yeah. I forgot yeah, all like, about that. We're supposed to throw out Reese McGuire. We all know who that is. Yeah, we do. Yeah. You should throw out Connor Wong. Go Kooks. Oh, yeah, because that was, like, yeah. 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 I Connor saw Wong. Houston, Texas. Not going to use that guy. I wonder if he, the Red Trevor Sox Story? lineup out today? Is Trevor Story back? Yeah. What a waste He got rung up yesterday on a horrible call and he you know how you cover your hand with your glove or your you know when oh, you're when the mound visit he, he put the it. full batting helmet over his grill oh, and dang. just went nuts trevor story is in the lineup he is he's played in a few games your guy. <laughs> best money the astros never, never spent. spent those guys wanted to pay trevor story 100 million dollars those guys could not i mean a lot of guys a lot of guys wanted to pay trevor story 100 million dollars Think about Makes all the guys that. that were available that year and how they panned out or didn't. Like, I watched Javi Baez the other night, and they were oogling on SportsCenter because he made one play deep in the hole. He's been such... That's Joe's guy. There is no return on investment on that dude at all. I mean, Blankers, there's not tons He's of return on investment on any of those That's what I'm contracts. saying. Go back and look at all those guys and, and who got the massive money. I mean, uh, Seager's the big oh. guy. Chewy's going after Joe George. He says uh, Joe George made the list, never takes the blame. What are you not taking the blame on here, Joe? The Spencer, the Spencer uh, bump back. Oh, he thinks it was Joe's fault. Yeah. I do we have it. to? Do we have to? One, he played it. Two, he might not have requested Spencer to do a new one with the right time. Now, did you expect? Oh, because that's my job. Yeah, it yeah, could be. Not, I mean, you, you wear, wear many hats. Yeah, I you just do every job here. Yeah, well, sometimes. Take so, who's, so whose fault was it? Who, who, who deserves to be on the list? I want it to be Spence. Spence is taking cheap shots at us all the time. I'm going to blame Spence. Not me too. But she well, said, I don't because take of the, the alternative, Joe. Blame me or blame Spence? I'll blame Spence. What's my, why is it my fault? Chewy's, That's Chewy. <laughs> Joe's catching strays. Be nice, Chewy. Chewy. 
Man. All right, what are the expectations for the Astros? Four-game series, all of a sudden, the, the Astros are in a heavy playoff race where there is some negativity involved when it comes to looking at these standings. Astros, good news is they are still only two and a half back. They entered the weekend two and a half back in the American League West. The good news is they're still two and a half games back in the American League West. They didn't lose their position in the wild card either. They're still the second wild card behind Tampa Bay, but only a half game up on Seattle. They're only one game up on Toronto, and I'm pretty sure Toronto has the tiebreaker too. Is Total Arlington playing tonight? Yeah, they play. They're at Arizona for a two-game set, okay. for a two-game series. So what are the expectations for the Astros? Four-game series with the Red Sox beginning in a little over an hour. Man, the expectations for me is win three out of four. Now, the reality of that is I don't know which Astros I'm going to get. I mean, I, I would like to think that this team is now going to be fired up, and it's a shame that they needed it, but whatever this team meeting coupled with the sense of urgency that just has to be echoing through the walls of the clubhouse – that they can put the pedal down and, and start doing what they were supposed to do, you know, before the the Mariners series. And so I, I hope they win three out of four. I expect them to win three or four. I, I just don't know which Astros team's going to show up. The pitching matchups don't necessarily favor the Astros for a majority of this series. Like tonight, I mean, Paxton has the better numbers they than, cr- than catch Christian sale? Javier. They catch sale. So you have Paxton Javier tonight. Like that's that's pro- that's advantage Paxton. Like, quite honestly, he knows the Astros. better There's no than doubt Javier. about it. Paxton's pitched way better than Javier this year. That's advantage Paxton. Tomorrow you have the advantage because you have Verlander on the mound against Houck, like who has a, a north of right. a five-year Verlander's under you know, three and a half. So you get the pitching advantage on Tuesday. Wednesday's when you catch Sell. Now, Sell hasn't been good this year. Sell's ERA's 450, but it's still Chris Sell. Lately, he's been figuring some stuff out. And you're going with Jose Arquiti. Like, you put all your money on the line. Cristel Red Sox visiting the Houston Astros and Jose Arquiti probably got to put it on sale. I think you're right. And then Bellow's been pretty good for the Red Sox. He pitches Thursday, but J.P. France goes for the Astros on Thursday. So I kind of like the Astros there. So the, like, the pitching matchup is split. Like, I think it's 50-50. Like, the pitching matchup favors the Astros twice. It favors the Red Sox twice. We mentioned earlier in the show how the Astros had that team meeting yesterday. Martin Maldonado, leader, uh, caught, like doing, uh, saying a lot of things. It's great. Martin Maldonado's doing that. But we talked about how the players meeting is a turning point in this year. It's either going to take the Astros to you know a good place or it's going to take them to a bad place. I think we're going to look at the 2023 Houston Astros season and remember that players-only meeting. Now, it could be because it didn't resonate, nothing came from it, and the Astros stumbled down the stretch and missed the playoffs. Now, I think the Astros are still going to be a playoff team, but maybe it takes them in a good direction. Maybe they take three or four for the Red Sox. Maybe they hit a groove over these final 37 games, and they ride that wave. They ride that momentum to another deep playoff run. I think that the Astros are still going to be fine, regardless of this disappointing series that they just had. But I'm very interested and intrigued by the response after they got punched well, in the fascinating. face. fascinating. Very interested to see how they respond after a players-only meeting. I think this boosts the young guys. I think the young guys that are still, you know, getting their feet wet as major leaguers or in their first, you know, young guys that coming around. I think Pena gets fired up by this. Uh, I, I'm not Pena. Yiner Diaz. I think he gets fired up by this. I think... Um, Simply put, Jake doesn't understand what just happened, so I'm not going to worry about him. But I think that some of the younger guys are going to take heed of this, and they're really going. It's just the veterans. How are they going to react for a guy that's had guys that have had so much success in the past? I think Altuve will just still be Altuve, and that's all you need him to be. Bregman, how are you going to react? You know, Yiner, who doesn't? I mean, um, um, Jordan, for a guy that does so much when he's on, he's been a half tick off. 
as it is, but does this fire him up? Does he have no reaction at all? And does he just keep going through the motions and, and you know, pacing himself? I don't know. That The veterans are who I'm watching right now to see how they react. Yeah, you would hope that if you know the veterans call in the players only meeting that they kind of you know lead the charge. And I'm not expecting Maldonado to go like two for four or anything like that. But how about no pass balls? <laughs> like be, if, if you're gonna well, be if you're gonna be a guy leading the charge, point. and I know it's two different things, but you're saying, hey, we need we need urgency, we need effort. Well, stop leading the league and pass balls. Like that's kind of an effort type the of throw thing. away at bats. How about don't sit there? I mean, and just, uh, he throws away a lot of it, but bats. he stinks offensively. Like, he, well, but then fire yourself up, fire the team meeting up. Now you fire know. yourself up and do something. But I mean, I just don't think that effort and like urgency is going to lead to Martin Maldonado hitting above the Mendoza line. I'm just asking simply that he can catch the baseball after trying to fire up the troops. That's all I want to see: catch the baseball. Catch the baseball being thrown that's, to you by Christian Javier. And I want Christian Javier to be decent. Can we can we get a Christian Javier start where we're like, okay, maybe Christian Javier can be reliable for the rest of the season. All right, good luck. He's went he he I, I saw some encouraging signs two, three starts ago, but his last start was a huge step back. Give me some swing and miss, Javier. Give me a little fastball up. Give me uh give me some swing and miss. All right, that's gonna do it for us. Good first day, class. He's Joe George. Thanks for doing all the hard work, Joe George. He's Blankers. I'm Brandon. We'll talk to you tomorrow, Houston. Late hits with Patrick Creighton is next on ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5.